and welcome back to Pastor Plex Podcast. I am your host, Pastor Plex, and with me in studio is none other than Mrs. Katie Sass. How are you? Doing great. You know, I am so glad that you're doing great. And uh, we've been talking about the book of Exodus. We jumped from bless mm-hmm. to now being in the book of Exodus. Did you? I don't. That didn't work. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Uh, anyway, uh, so we're in, we're in the book Exodus, and we we went from Exodus. I, I tried to recap Exodus one through seven in a minute and a half. I think it took me two and a half minutes. Uh, but essentially, it's pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. You know, Exodus one one through seven was Egyptians instituted race based slavery to control Israel's population. Slavery made the the numbers grow larger instead of smaller. So they started to genocide on all the males. Babies specifically, the midwives weren't cooperating with murder. So then the the whole country of Egypt went to kill male babies. And from that is when uh, Moses was drawn out of the water. And I really think Pharaoh's daughter wanted to really fire up her dad, you know, because it was a typical teenage response, I'm sure. And she's like, I got a new baby. And he was like, we got to kill those. No, no. And it, it kind of reminded me of um, Charlotte's Web. I don't know if you've read Charlotte's Web. I, I don't remember. So it's the very beginning of the book. Uh, the girl finds the the father's taking the axe out to kill the runt of the litter, which is Wilbur. Oh. And she's like, you can't kill him. And then the dad says, well, that's what we do with runts. We've got to kill them. And so she then she decides, I will raise that baby. So she like nurses uh, Wilbur until he mm-hmm. grows up and he becomes... A fine pig. Anyway, so uh, that's kind of what it was like. I, I can Im- I can imagine what Pharaoh's daughter was like, but I'm sure she was um, a fireball. Fireball. So anyway, so she raises Moses. He then uh, feels the desire to free his people, and so he tries one Egyptian at a time, and then kills one. And then Israel's not really a fan of him. They don't really trust him. And then Pharaoh wants to kill him. So he heads off to Midian for 40 years. And after 40 years, I mean, that's like a 40, he's 80 years old. He is Grandpa Moses. Like, But actually, he doesn't have grandchildren at this point, which is sort of wild. Anyway, he is, he is an old man. Uh, he's working the sheep. And then one day at, at work, God speaks to him, says, hey, go and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. And he's like, nah, you got the wrong guy. Eventually, God convinces him to go or forces him to go either way. And then he goes to Pharaoh. Pharaoh's not having it as he said he wouldn't. And, in, and then God turns the Nile into blood. And then that's when Moses uh, comes back to him the second time. And he's going to give him three more plagues. He gives him frogs. He gives him gnats. And he gives him flies. And then at some point, Pharaoh pleads and begs, please take away all the the gnats. Uh, but then even that, he still hardens his heart. Can you name all the plagues real quick? I, I can try. I, I, well, I can at least do one through four because that's what I've really worked on. I've got, I've got Nile turned to blood. Mm-hmm. Then I've got frogs. I've got gnats. I've got um, uh, flies. Then I've got... Oof. Isn't it locusts? Locusts is like, I think the one... Oh, there's hail is before locusts. So I think it's hail, locusts. So how many is that so far? Um, That's five, six. I got three more. Don't all the people like get sick? Like are uh, there the, the boils. The, the boils. boils. That's number seven or no, number eight. Then darkness is number nine. Then the killing of the firstborn is ten. Okay, that's right. Booyah! Way to go. We nailed it. Wow. All right. So the thing I thought was fun, I don't know if you noticed this, but frogs were supposed to be a good thing. 
Which, yeah. So in our culture, we look at frogs as slimy, disgusting things that need to stay in water. But for them, a frog crossing your path was a good omen. Oh, like, yeah, because of the, the like, god lady. Yeah, the, yeah, Hecate, the goddess. The goddess Hecate, who was a fertility goddess. But it was goddess. too many frogs. Yeah, but, it, I mean, this is where too much of a good thing is a bad thing, right? right. So this is where you, you could call it so many good omens, so many good omens. Uh-oh. It's like if, all of us, if let's say, cro- a black cat crossing your path was a good thing, and all of a sudden there was a billion black cats, you're like, this is awesome. I'm about to have some really sweet luck. But... But Eventually, it didn't turn out that way. And the thing that was funny is it said it will be in your house and in your bedroom and in your bed. And that was funny because, remember, Hecate's a fertility I can, goddess. I cannot imagine having to sleep with frogs in I mean, bed. imagine you get into, the, you know, it's been a long day. You know, you, you just took a shower. You're finally clean. You put your feet into bed. And it's kind of, you know, the, cold, the sheets are a little cool. And you're kind of, that's kind of nice. Yeah. And then. And then frogs. And frogs. And they're hopping all over your it's face. It's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Are you are you are you a person that can handle frogs or are you like a non frog person? I can handle frogs, but like in the right setting. You know? Like yeah. if I'm outside where the frogs are, <laughs> then I can't get mad about the frogs being there. <laughs> but if I'm in my house, we don't have frogs in the house. Yeah, that's good. Get that's them out. A, yeah, get the frogs out. Squish. Yeah. But imagine how many frogs you would have squished. Oh, yeah, it'd be disgusting. Like, it'd be dead frogs everywhere. Yeah, it's, ew. And so gross. And the funny thing is, you weren't allowed to kill the frogs. No. Yeah, so, the so okay. It Wait, was, so they just had to deal with, out the, with frogs. the frogs. You couldn't, like, and it was, like, wrong. But what about the bugs? Like, what about the locusts? So, okay, frogs are... The so flies fro- so and the gnats, on like... The, let's go to the frogs for a second. The frogs... Or a representation oh, or right, a symbolic, right. it's kind of like a cow in India. The frog represented Hecate in the flesh. Okay. So you so can't squish Hecate. Um, okay. And so that's why. So like a killing of a frog would be a, that's a capital punishment. Yeah. So all of a sudden everyone's guilty of a capital punishment. Yeah. Because they um, all squished a couple. And they're like, hey, maybe this one doesn't count. Yeah, I think I would stop caring. Yeah, well, I mean, imagine, I mean, it's a, I mean the, the thing is, it's like everybody's religious about something. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, in our culture today, I guess we're re- religious about the climate change. All right. And let's say, you know, you finally got what you wanted, mm-hmm. like no, only electric power or something. Like we've been wanting electric power. And then you just got shocked all the time or something. You know, like <laughs> it's like a good thing that you wanted a, actually turned out to be really bad and i think it's like or it's like you know i love donuts and all of a sudden you get you've been given all the donuts you could possibly eat and then that's bad yeah Uh, and i think that's how it is with our sin is like and uh, the thing i think it's funny is like he goes hey tell me when you want the frogs gone uh or actually no no is it is that when well because each plague he's like okay okay i'll set your people free and then god takes all the you know, plague away. Yeah. So he, and then he changes his mind. Well, he asks him, Hey, when do you want me to take the frogs away? And Pharaoh goes "Mm, tomorrow. I would have been like right now, Mm -hmm. but I don't. And this is the thing I would love to hear from you. Like maybe when you have a really, a good thing going and it's maybe because the whole culture of it said, this is the blessing of the God. We have all these frogs. And he's saying, this is a disaster, but he doesn't want to be open about how that's a disaster. He doesn't want to seem like he's struggling. Right. And so he goes, Oh, tomorrow it's fine. But he's pleading with Pharaoh. I mean, he's just being prideful. 
Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I and I think there's some sin that we want to deal with tomorrow. Like, God, take that away tomorrow. Uh, or don't you don't see it that way. But, fro- like... Remember, frogs are a good thing, but ultimately it's representing an idol. But if a sin is becoming not so fun anymore, then... Right, but like if it's like your identity, and now you have to get rid of it. Remember, this is where the pantheon of the Egyptians and, and like, because you would have... No, that's where I'm different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, when I stop having fun, it's like... It's over. Okay, bye. Okay. Yeah, back then, fun was not... Yeah, see, fun is, I think, an American thing. Uh, I don't mm. know how many cultures have a lot of fun hmm. beyond the age of 25. That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, but I think our culture has fun. We have t- fun all the time. All right. Um, okay. So then he, he gets tomorrow. So tomorrow, all the squishing of frogs goes away. Uh, Moses pleads with them. And then he, of course, doesn't let him go. And that's when he pulls back on his promise because he uh, is that kind of guy. And so he, God hard, or he hardens his heart because of the miracle. It's the miracle. And that's the thing I always say. It's the miracle that hardened Pharaoh's heart. Isn't that wild? Mm-hmm. And that's why I always talk to people like, you you think that if God showed you a miracle that you would believe? No, it would but only... God hardened his heart. Like, God hardened Pharaoh's, Pharaoh's heart. So, so, yes, but, okay, talk to me about... Let's just talk today. If someone sees a miracle, will they believe? No. There's, if, if God has opened their eyes, yes. But ex- if God That's has, the thing. Like, so God not. didn't need to... Op- the only way someone can see God is if God opens their eyes to it. Right. Him. And so with Pharaoh, the way that he hardened his heart was by doing miracles. Because there's more revelation, which then digs you in deeper. Hmm. And that, see how that works? It's like, the more that God, if you don't believe in Jesus, or if you don't believe in Jesus, or back then Yahweh, then the more miracles you see, because the only way you can believe in God is by God changing your heart to believe. So because you're, you're, all you, as a non-believer, all you can do is sin. All you can do is doubt. You don't have the ability to have faith. You don't have free will to believe in Jesus. All you have are believe in the God of the Bible. You All you had was the, the will to sin because you're a natural born sinner, mm-hmm. which is why we need Jesus. So in this case, Pharaoh, the way that God hardened his heart was by showing him more miracles, which is, that's how it is with everybody. The more miracles you see as a non-believer, the more hard your heart will get. Hmm. There you go. That's for free. All right. Um, so then... Then the the gnats come, which was disgusting. How long were all of the plagues? It doesn't say. Because that, I mean, I just want to know if it was like a month or a couple weeks or like how long did the plagues last each time? You know, we were not given that, but it's got to be probably a while. Up until the point, like, how long would it take for you to all the frogs? If I was in, if I was like under Pharaoh, right? Like, if I was like one of his people or whatever, I would be pissed. (laughs) But so maybe it's a week. Could it be a week? I mean, you've got to think eventually these things are going to go away. And then, but he calls for Moses, come back. And so Moses goes to him. So it's a, it's it's a point where he Pharaoh wanted Moses to come. Like I would have been like Moses, take me too, take me with you. <laughs> Pharaoh is an idiot. I cannot do this anymore. Make me make me Israelite. I don't yeah. want to be Egyptian anymore. Yeah, well, that that actually happened to a lot of Egyptians. They they converted through oh. the whole process. 
And so what, the people that left uh, Israel were all Israelites, but it was called a mixed multitude, meaning some Egyptians, uh, probably some people from Cush, which was Ethiopia. And when they saw all these miracles, their hearts were opened and they're like, I'm on team Israel. Yeah. So the thing that was wild, I thought this is probably the first force field ever seen in history is like the Goshen force field from the Nats, uh, where none of the, they were not attacked by gnats, which I thought was kind of great. They did have to deal with the frogs, though, hmm. uh, which I thought was sort of interesting. I mean, they, they probably had no problem killing them. Oh, yeah. And everyone else. But the rest of Egypt was like, oh, don't kill the frogs. Oh, we got to stop. Oh, there's a frog. There's a frog train going by. Everyone stop. You know, I, that's kind of what how I saw that going. And it probably locked all. It was like probably the biggest logistical nightmare that any large economy has experienced because everything stopped because it was like frog week. Because you can't do anything. <laughs> anyway, all right. So you got the gnats. <laughs> they come next. The gnats, there's a force field around the Israelites. Mo, uh, Pharaoh freaks out. He's like, take them away. And then eventually uh, Pharaoh says, all right, whatever. Go and sacrifice to your God. Just don't go very far. In fact, stay in the land of Goshen and do it. And they're like, well, we can't. Because if we do that, the Egyptians will kill us. Now, that, you might be wondering, why would the Egyptians care about sacrifices in Goshen? Well, the state-controlled media has always been around since day one, and they mm-hmm. would th- think they're trying to help out Pharaoh by covering the fact that these Israelites were doing something that he had not wanted done, which was killing of sheep or goats. In fact, Hecate, the goddess of the, the, the frog goddess who breathed life into all human beings right before they were born. That's who did uh-huh. that. Her husband was Kanam, uh, who was a, he had a um, sheep head. Like that was his deal. Yeah, and so if you kill a sheep as a sacrifice, then you're going against their gods and it's abomination. And then all the Egyptians would kill them. Um, can we fast forward to like when the Israelites are freed? <laughs> or did we not get to that part no. on Sunday? <laughs> no, we never made it that far. I forgot. Uh, yeah. Did we not make Yeah. We the biggest point it. I was trying to get across that God's control is God's control of the when, because he, you know, he wanted to go to Pharaoh. Hey, when do you want me to let these frog, when do you want me to get rid of the frogs? Uh, he said tomorrow. So he's in control of the when. He's in control of the where because he said, all right, I'm going to, God said, I'll put all the, the gnats everywhere but Goshen. He did that. And he's in control of the who. And what was weird is he takes the gnats away. Um, he, he frees all of um, Egypt, but he doesn't do anything for the who, which is the whole thing was supposed to be for them. It was all supposed to be to free the Israelites. And at the end of all this, at where we stopped in chapter eight, they're still not free. They're still, they don't know about there's, you know, what. Do they know that Moses is trying to like free them? They know, but I don't think it's like if I were to say. Because I'm just trying to like imagine the plot of land that they're all on, and like, did they, did Moses like walk around to all the like homes and say, "Hey, I'm just." just so so you it would know, go, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, to... He talked to the elders, and the elders were supposed to pass down the info. And you know how sometimes elders passing down info goes. <laughs> <laughs> It's not always great, right? Like, it's people like, oh, yeah, Moses is going to do that thing. But, you know, they're in slavery. That, uh, that old guy, he's trying to, like, help us out. Yeah, and, and I think... I just, yeah. There's so many, like, intricate details about this whole thing that we just don't know. Right. And it's... It's annoying. 
Yeah, you'd like to know, like, what are they do? What are the? Like, I, I want to watch a movie just on this one week. Yeah. Just on this one. Segment you do need to see time. the official Ten Commandments with Charlton Heston. That's like it's four hours long, and so there's a good chunk on this week. You probably just fast forward that part. That's what the the video is from. Uh huh. Yeah, I had no idea that was a movie. Yeah. Until it, Debbie was like, "Have you seen that yet?" And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> It's a movie from like the fifties. Oh, so it, thrilling. It, no, no it, okay. Is it from the fifties acting and like feels like you know you're watching a British TV but show? But maybe it would help me give a like put a visual. It, to all it, it of will this. give you a great visual. I think you'll actually enjoy it. it. It helped me see. It's not quite the chosen quality. It's like, yeah. It's, I mean, it's classic fifties. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it's okay. still it's still one of the most viewed movies of all time. Yeah. So it's not terrible. Um, are we to questions yet? Yeah, sorry, questions. Okay, man, we are moving. Well, I'm Keep just it kinda, moving, Katie. No, I like no it. I'm just right. like <clears throat> I, I understand. So that's, that's Exodus why. is like okay, cool. Let's move forward. All right, well, I, man, I'm enjoying Exodus. Okay, here we go. Uh, here's what the uh, question is: Great verse on waiting on the when. And then the person said, also seek the peace and prosperity to the city to which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it to prosper, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. Actually, that's more of a comment than it was a question. Okay, thank you. Thank you for that comment to our listeners. All right, next question is, after the sermon yesterday, I had another question, because God wanted to have Egypt let my people go. So if God created man, Adam and Eve, and all human beings descended from that lineage, how did all the enemies and groups that were not considered my people come to be. Shouldn't all races have been considered, have been part of his community? Like now, we seem to allow any Gentile to be part of the my people. Just curious. What do you think? I have no idea. I have no idea what that. So Adam means. and Eve, uh-huh. descended from Adam and Eve is all the way down to Noah, right? So after Noah, we have to start all over with people, right? So then mm-hmm. Noah, uh, from him, all people, still from Adam and Eve, but then we get to Abraham, and Abraham. There's, at that point, everyone had become like worship their own God. So although they were all God's creation, which is why God ultimately wants to redeem all people, he would want have it that none would perish, but all would come to eternal life. So, so then when God calls Abraham, he says to him, I'm going to bless your people and all your people are going to be mine because it's going to come from my, it's going to come from your seed. Mm-hmm. And so hence why the circumcision thing is a big deal because his people will be known by circumcision. Mm-hmm. which is just weird, but that kind of shows where was the seed it, comes was through. Was it this past week or the week before where you talked about the dudes, the like grown man that had to get circumcised? Oh, um, yeah, it's been a while for that one. That was, uh, oh, when was that one? Oh, that was Gershom. That was, uh, that was when um, Moses's son had to be circumcised. At Like how old was he again? Like 40. That sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you're like, hey, Gershop, come here. We've got to, like, clip your penis. Yeah. So, so Zipporah had to do do the deal. And she's probably what, like, let's just call her 56, 60. And she's got to clip her 40 year old kids. She better have some steady hands. Ooh, yeah. Can you imagine? I mean, if she slipped? Well, or if, like, hey, this, it's, Gosh, this is a really tough part of skin right here. Let me cut a little. Oh my, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, and to like have to hold your 40 year old son's penis in your hands. Isn't that we, we just digress. the weirdest? Yeah. I mean. Yeah, sorry. Whoops. 
don't I know guess, how you recover I guess, from that. I guess to a mom, it's not weird. Yeah, it's a mom. Yeah, totally. All right. So anyway, <laughs> that's how you answer that question is that <laughs> it's through Abraham, who's now the people of God, and Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Jacob is Israel, and so he is the... I guess the the son that had 12 sons, and it's represented that through his seed, hence circumcision, why the who are God's people in the Old Testament, but God wants all people to be saved, but they can't be saved unless a distinct person um, makes them clean, and that person had to come through the lineage of that promise, hence Jesus. Jesus then dies on the cross for the sins of all the world, then bringing back all the world into God's family again. So hopefully that answers that question. That was a very like complex question, I feel like. Yeah, it was, but I think it's you know fairly simple. Essentially, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, boom, Jesus. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey, listen. Um, any other thoughts on that? Or are you ready to roll on this one? Oh, I mean, uh, well, I mean, because we we're talking like about the God's in charge minutes? of the, the when, the where, and the who. That's essentially the big emphasis on this podcast or yeah. on that sermon. Um, is it because we're like out of time? Is that why well, you're like... You, just, you seem really bored by the exodus. Well, no, it's just because I like just read Exodus like a couple months so ago. You already know all that. Well, I just like I'm just like yeah, I already. <laughs> all right, so well, I'm glad. Like, like Moses just died, where I stopped reading. Like oh. I'm finally in Joshua. I mean, your spoiler alert: Moses dies, and <laughs> <laughs> and I was so I'm just like oh my gosh, like you're ready. For I him was to die. so I was so over Moses first. I was just like. Like chapter 34 of Deuteronomy and he died and we went to Joshua and I was like, maybe, maybe we, sh- we should do a podcast just based on whatever your quiet time is <laughs> and how we can walk through <laughs> what you're reading. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. All right. Hey, listen, uh, thanks for watching. And if you have any questions on anything, faith, culture, everything in between, we'd love to hear from you. Um, we're excited because we are growing in our subscribers. So please join uh, the Pastor Plex Fan Club by subscribing, by liking, by sharing this podcast with all your friends. And listen, from our house to yours, have an awesome week.